Welcome to My Fresh Coast. We are a podcast for college and young adults that hopes to see people live out their faith where we live, work, and play. Through conversations on relevant topics with a gospel-centered perspective, we hope that you enjoy this week's episode of My Fresh Coast. All right, welcome to January's episode of My Fresh Coast. You are joined by Quinn. And Kelly. And Mark. And we are into the new year, and I just want to check in with you guys. How are your New Year's resolutions going? Did you set any? What are they? Um, I have set absolutely no New Year's resolutions okay. this year. You okay. know what? New Year's is a time to set those resolutions and to make sure that we're following up on them and I did not set any resolutions either. So, <laughs> and, Quinn, what about you? Oh, yeah. I set some big ones, which is absolutely nothing. I didn't set New Year's <laughs> resolutions either. Wow. We are all so resolute. So, what's going on? Why <laughs> Why did we set no resolutions? I've actually heard a lot. I mean, Mark had mentioned. Yeah. I have heard a lot of my friends, a lot of family. They're just like, no, not, not this year. I'm not setting New Year's resolutions this year. You know what? I'm going to just give you my my off-the-head theory um, <laughs> because I've asked a ton of people like, oh, did you set a resolution this year? No. Ugh, man. No, not this year. I really feel like we're in 2022. We're kind of – we're still in the midst of this COVID thing, and I feel like people are worn out. And when you, when you set a goal when you're already worn out, it feels like, oh, just one more thing – that could go wrong, that I'm not going to follow through on, that I'm going to be disappointed over. I've had trips canceled. I've had family gatherings canceled. I've had school canceled. I've had work, like all these things. I don't want to cancel one more thing. And so people are just like, you know what? My resolution is just to survive this year. You know, like (laughs) I just want to be alive at the end. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and so I think that's my, that's kind of where I think people are at. And it feels like people are struggling to make those goals, set those, you know, those things that are out in front of them and really trying to run after those goals. Yeah. Kelly, any theories? Um, I mean, I feel like I agree pretty much with what Mark said. I think people, um, especially like people who are planners like myself, like I just don't know what this next year is going to hold with COVID and different things. And mm. so I'd rather, yeah, not set goals if I know that they're not going to happen. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you, you, were, you were just talking earlier today. You were like, oh, I've got this class and it was supposed to be in person. Yes. And then only two of us showed up in person oh, and they were like, uh, that's not enough for a class. So you guys are all going to be online. You know, and so yep. it's just there's <laughs> things that you plan on and then it happens and you're like, oh, OK, yep. great. Sounds good. You know, so it's tricky. Yeah. It is. I would probably tag along with the same theory or my other theory is that everyone is like me and they just don't like setting goals. I don't like <laughs> oh. to set goals. Uh, last year, if you <laughs> listened to our podcast last year, I set some goals of reading through the Bible chronologically. I made it to about Lamentations, and then, you know, life just got busy. Every time I set goals, I seem to fail. Uh, or I also sometimes just don't care. Like, I just go with the flow. <laughs> like, whatever comes, happens, and I'll figure it out when I get there. Uh, so if you're like me, Quinn, I you're don't. such a nine. I am. Man. I am a major <laughs> nine. I'm just pretty, pretty chill. Like, I'll just figure it out when it gets here. Uh, I like to call that the gift of faith. Sometimes it's that gift. Sometimes it's not. Mm. Um, but our topic this uh, this month for January is kind of setting balance goals. How do we set goals uh, that are realistic? Should we set goals? What should those look like? Um, and we started with that question because, like me, I'm not good at setting goals. Uh, I don't like to set goals. 
And so as I was prepping, it set me up for, uh, it brought me to the passage in James uh, 4, 13 through 17. And this is what the passage says. It says this, now listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Uh, So these people are planning. They want to make money for themselves, sell their goods. Uh, They want to gain more self things, Mm -hmm. things for themselves. And it says, then after that, why do you? Uh, not even know what's going to happen tomorrow. Why do you care about that? What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while uh, and then that vanishes. Uh, so a lot of times that's my mentality. Like, why set a goal? Like, this stuff doesn't matter. Uh, but it, it doesn't, like, when you're doing it for selfish gain, it doesn't necessarily, like, matter in the end. Like, if you're building up your own kingdom, it's going to fade. Uh, but it says then, okay, so if you're going to do something, just live into what the Lord has for you. This is mm-hmm. what the rest of the passage goes on to say. Uh, but my part that speak spoke to me the most in this passage is verse 17. It says this, if anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is a sin uh, for them. So that's for mm-hmm. me. Sometimes uh, I'm just so okay with being comfortable. I'm just so okay with going with the flow and figuring things out. I might miss the things that the Lord has for me. And I might not press into those things because I'd rather not just strive for a goal. I'd rather not uh, stretch myself or uh, be uncomfortable for what the Lord has for me or what he wants me to press into. Uh, That can also speak into me being afraid of failure. A lot of times I set big goals. I mess up one time and I'm like, it's over. Yeah. Like I, it's happened multiple times. So uh, for me to start us off in this podcast, it's just like, hey, there are things that I should be for other people who might resonate with what I'm saying. There are things we can strive for. There's things that we can set goals for, but we need to do that in the Lord's will, what he has for us and not out of selfish gain. Well, it's, and it's interesting because, okay, so we had mentioned you're a nine. I, I'm i <laughs> also a nine. So what we're talking about is Enneagram, the oh, Enneagram, yeah, yeah. Yep. you know, uh, we're both nines. And I know that our, our sinful tendency as a nine can be to laziness. Yeah. Right. And so I, I often resonate with the same thing. It's a, well, it's easier just to not set a goal. Right. And, and I don't want to be somebody who just sets goals for myself. So (laughs) I just won't set any goals at all. Right. But ultimately, I mean, James calls it out there. He's like, but if you, if you don't do something, you know, you should be doing that's Mm -hmm. sin. Right. And Mm -hmm. that's where that laziness comes in sometimes of like, it's just easier not to set a goal, right? Because then I don't have to hold myself accountable to Mm -hmm. it. I don't have to think through it. I don't have to plan it out. I don't uh, I'll just go with the flow, right? And so we can get trapped in that area of laziness that that ultimately can become a sin where we're not just, oh, I'm just taking a break or I'm just resting, Mm -hmm. which is okay. But it's a, I'd rather not do it because it's just going to, spend too much of my time or it's going to be too difficult, which is not okay, right? If the Lord is calling us to do something, no matter what it is, Mm -hmm. no matter how hard it is, no matter how difficult it is, like we need to do it, right? And so it's just kind of taking that next step and trying to figure out what that is, you know? Yeah. So what, when it comes to setting goals, like how do we do that in a healthy way? Cause like me, I've set goals before and then I fail them and then that's it. I'd make it to March, maybe my birthday, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and then I take a break from my birthday because it's my birthday. Yeah. And then, oh, I never go back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I think it's a, it's a tricky question really to, to say like, how do we live that balanced lifestyle, you know? And, and I know Kelly was talking kind of Almost the opposite side of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like in her experience, you know. So, Kelly, if do you know your Enneagram? I do know my Enneagram. Oh. And I am a one, which Ooh. is called the reformer, also called the perfectionist. So We're all just polar <laughs> opposites around here. Right? I mean, that's just the way it is. It's, it's great. It's awesome. We, we, we bounce off each other. So, as a, as a one, 
AKA the perfectionist, you know, <laughs> how do goals work out for you? Um, well, yeah, I think I fall into the kind of polar opposite extreme where I sometimes set uh, goals that are too unrealistic or just like really high for myself and then mm. can really beat myself up mentally when I don't meet those goals or expectations. I remember just thinking back to 2020 and COVID, I had graduated in May of 2020 and I was like, well, I'm going to make the best of my COVID experience in lockdown. And so like I started an Etsy shop and I started volunteering and I joined a small group at Young Adults and I was like, I'm going to do all of these things. And um, suffice to say, I have no longer, I'm no longer in a Young Adults small group. I mean, I am on staff, but that right. that stopped. And then my Etsy shop is no longer. Wait, hold, so. that, hold that pause. What was what were you doing in the Etsy shop? I was selling my paintings. Oh, my what? Okay, I'm going to Google this in a yep. minute. Right. <laughs> I deleted my Etsy no! shop. Oh, <laughs> no. So, 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 so this is the thing. This is the opposite extreme. I was going to have a Kelly I Parks original. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dang. One of 1,000. No, one of one. One of one. Oh, yeah, These are one offs, man. Yeah, true. And I could have got her to sign it. Oh, oh, okay. I can make Anyways. I can make you each a personalized Kelly Parks oh. painting. So. Yep, everybody, you heard that. Oh. <laughs> that's your New it's Year's on, resolution. It's on the web now. You yeah. can't do anything about it. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, so that's kind of like the thing is that I didn't feel like I was keeping up with it adequately, so I just deleted it because I was like, ah, well, I'm not doing as well as I had hoped I would do. So mm. yeah. yeah, I still have an Instagram page though, so you guys can follow that oh, kellyparks.art. Sweet. Yeah, when it comes to goals, I think I often try to set goals in order to like gain acceptance or approval from mm. other people and that often leads to burnout or just um yeah just really unhealthy habits like when it comes to like my workouts or like eating goals I sometimes especially in high school fell into a pattern of eating disorders and it was all to gain acceptance from other people mm-hmm. um because I just didn't like deep down inside I just didn't feel like I was fully acceptable or fully lovable yeah. um and a book that's actually really helped me through um, like working through these setting high expectations for myself and feeling disappointed is um, uh, Peter Cesaro's book, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And he actually talks about the life of Jesus and how um, before Jesus had performed any miracles, mm. he was loved and his work and the things that he did came out of a spot of being loved by God. Um, so he draws that from Matthew three sixteen through 17, which says, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. And so basically what the author says is that God said this to Jesus when he was 30, right before he was about to start his ministry. And now most of you are like, well, like, I want to start ministry before I'm 30. Like, that just sounds like a long time to, like, realize my life purpose. But mm-hmm. Jesus basically was working as like a carpenter in a really small town of Nazareth. Or was he in Bethlehem? No, he was in Nazareth. Um, And honestly, like by today's standard, had a very just average life that was not super significant. But Mm -hmm. even in that state, the Lord loved him and he was fully loved before he performed his first miracle or did... Um, did anything super significant in his ministry. And even when he does do his ministry, he stays in a very small area. Like he could have done so much more with his ministry, Mm. but didn't. And the Lord used, I mean, used him to save the world. Um, But that was just a big encouragement to me that the work I do and the ministry I do needs to first come out of a spot of acknowledging God's love and acceptance for me rather than trying to 
um, gain the acceptance and love from others. Because ultimately, as Christians, we're called to be givers and give love and not be takers and take love because our love tank is already fulfilled by God. Yeah, I think uh, to tag along with that, uh, like I said earlier, like I do think I do have the gift of faith. So a lot of that I, I trust, like I'm not often looking for the approvals of others. Uh, I know that God loves me. I know uh, that he cares for me. Uh, but tagging on to that, one of the things, like even when it comes to eating and fitness and setting goals, like I always try to set those type of goals because I'm just kind of a fluffy person. So like <laughs> I, I would like to be more fit. And I always think it's more like, oh, I need to work out better or I need to eat a better diet. Uh, but for me, when it comes down to it, like the motivation is just because I want to be more fit. Uh, mm-hmm. But the problem isn't that I don't work out or I don't eat healthy. A lot of it is uh, is discipline, like mm-hmm. control. Like mm-hmm. I just love food. I love to eat like a <laughs> lot of different foods. But I think part of it is the motivation behind that early, like on in high school. I was just like, oh, I do want to be fit. I do want to look like before I was married and before I was like dating. So I like I wanted to be a fit person. I wanted to impress other people. Uh, now I'm like, uh, I'm not necessarily trying to impress people, but it's kind of like this discipline thing where it's like, okay, well, I'm not even disciplined in my eating or in my uh, fitness wise. Like, how am I going to be disciplined spiritually? So I mm-hmm. think the motivation yeah. of that is like, hey, if I can't do like, if I can't fast, if I can't do these things just like for myself or for uh, good motivations when it comes to eating and fitness, like how am I supposed to be able to do that when it comes to uh, reading scripture, memorizing scripture, when it comes to fasting, when it comes to those other things? So I think about the motivation then to be, to work towards fitness what other people think of me, or it can just be like, hey, I want to set good rhythms uh, and good boundaries in the way that I operate so that it can ex- like expound on like how I am spiritually, like set those rhythms in all areas of life. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's funny because when you talk about being a perfectionist, like I can have small tendencies of that because I, I'm a nine-wing one often. And so like it it's it's just it, I almost feel bad a lot of times for perfectionists like because <laughs> because yeah. there is this pressure of yeah. of being perfect right and there there's there's like whenever somebody says oh I'm a perfectionist it means well there there's a constant pressure right mm-hmm. there's a constant pressure of I have to perform to this standard or else I don't feel as though I'm you know have the worth or I have yep. the ability or I have all these things and and I there's always this tug inside of me of like no it's okay like <laughs> you don't have to be perfect and mm-hmm. and I think when we talk about a balanced lifestyle um one of the biggest things to balance is learning how to fail mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like yeah. learning how to fail and saying that's okay I can keep going right because all of us even even us though that don't set a ton of goals a lot of the thing that throws us off is, oh, I missed a couple days, so I just quit. Yeah, Like that's the biggest problem with most goals. Oh, I missed a couple days, so I just quit. Whenever I, uh, somebody talks about reading through the Bible in a year or mm-hmm. reading a big site, I'm always like, if you miss a couple days, just keep going. Mm-hmm. Don't try to get back on track. Don't try to read 20 chapters in a day. Don't try to go back and do all, like just keep going. If you get done with your Bible reading in a year, uh, on January 24th of the next year, it's going to be worth it. It's okay, right? Like it's okay yeah. if it takes you an extra month to finish because you miss days here and there. It's okay. Like, but if you quit altogether, then yeah. you've lost the goal altogether, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's mm-hmm. it's learning how to how to be okay with the um, with ultimately with failure, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, and and 
as soon it was funny because we were kind of talking about what we were saying and, and the first thing that came to mind was this song gyra by uh, maverick city music and it's i love it right now and the opening line is you'll never be more loved than you are are right now uh I wasn't holding you up, so there's nothing I can do to let you down, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's ultimately this idea that no matter what we do, God's not going to love us more, and he's not going to love us mm-hmm. less. God's love is perfect. It cannot be lowered or hi- like higher or lower. It cannot be more than what it is right now. Like if we are in Christ, like he loves us 100% to the perfect mm-hmm. like to the to the perfect nature. Like mm-hmm. he's the one that's perfect. So there's nothing we can do to impress him with our yeah. goals. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing like when we fail at a goal, he's not like, oh, man, you really screwed up. Like, he's like, there's grace there. I mm-hmm. still love you. Right. Yeah. Like, and so we just have to kind of practice that out a little bit and tease that out a, bit, a little bit in our lives. Um, one of the things I was thinking as I was processing through this, though, was living balanced comes with practice and it comes with failure. And it comes, it comes with trusting God along the way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and when we can learn to practice goals and learn to kind of process mm-hmm. through those, and then we can learn like failure is acceptable. It's okay. I can get back on track. I can keep going. I can press through. And then learning like when I do fail, God's going to pick up those pieces. He's yeah. he, He's not going to love me less. I'm not going to be loved less. Like I, it's okay along the way to pick up those pieces. And and I I get a lot of this from uh, a passage that I've been I've been processing. I've been meditating on a lot lately. Is Matthew twenty two thirty seven through forty. And it's basically somebody asked Jesus, "What's the greatest commandment in the law?" Right. And and if you know Old Testament Jewish like Jewish process, there were over six hundred different laws that they tried to keep. And so somebody's asking him, all right, well, what's the most important one? He's like, well, it all boils down to this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets come down to those two things. Mm-hmm. That would have been mind-blowing to, to hear that from a, a Jewish teacher or a rabbi. Like They were like, all right, well, let's start at the top. These are the most important. He's like, love God and love the people around you. Like If that is your goal— you're going to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think as we process through balanced goals, like, is this helping me love God more? Is this helping me love the people around me more? Mm-hmm. If not, then I maybe need to reevaluate my, my, my role and my goals. Um, are these things helping me achieve that? Yes. Okay, great. Let me run after them. Let me do it to the best of my ability. Am I going to fail? Sure. That's okay. I can still press in. I can still continue on. I can still go. And I think that's going to be really key to living a balanced life uh, and not getting caught in that where I can often get caught as well in that laziness or getting caught in that, like, if it's not perfect, I'm a failure, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have to get in that, uh, that mindset that says, man, what does God want me to do in this balanced area of life? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think mm-hmm. when it comes to failure and setbacks, it just came to mind like uh, Paul, who oh, yeah. was like always striving after like his goal was just the gospel, get the gospel mm-hmm. out anywhere that I can. And there's many setbacks of him being in prison um, and getting beaten a ton of setbacks where if, uh, as I've been just prepping for a message in acts Acts 16, like mm-hmm. Paul and Silas are imprisoned right when I get in, pri- if I was imprisoned and I was like, Oh, I'm out here sharing the gospel. I get in prison. I'm like, dang, 
like this is a setback i guess mm. guess yeah. i need to refocus well an earthquake comes they get freed from prison yeah. and now they're they're out and they're still like okay there's a setback but now back to it like hey doesn't matter god's gonna place people in your path to love uh mm. and he's going to grow your love for him for god as well and so these setbacks are often like hey, just remember what the goal is, like the ultimate goal of just mm-hmm. loving God uh, and then look for opportunities when you come across uh, other people that you can love, your neighbors, your coworkers, any mm-hmm. of those people. Well, and I think it's yeah. actually Proverbs 21.5 says, the plan of the diligent leads surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty, right? So the Bible, the Bible talks about setting financial goals. It talks yeah. about working hard. It mm-hmm. talks about like life goal. Like we're not just saying like, well, your only goals in life are, you know, it has to be that. But as I work diligently towards these things, am I putting God at number one? Mm-hmm. Or am yeah. I just doing it so that I can look good, that I can succeed, that I can get rich, that I can be prosperous? Like, mm-hmm. are we putting the right priorities in order as we set our goals? Right. Because it has to start with God first and then it can fountain down to these other things in our lives. Like God is not saying everybody has to live, you know, on a mountainside by themselves as a monk with zero interaction with anybody. And that's how you're really going to do it. Like, no, we're, we live in the world. We're just not of the world. So our goals are set in a different mindset than the rest of the world. And that helps us to live that balanced life to say, you know what? I'm not going to work those extra hours because I don't need that extra money because I do want to love the people around me well. And I want to keep my commitments to my family and to my Mm -hmm. neighbors and the people that I know I need to love at the expense of that extra thing that I I might want for myself or Mm -hmm. whatever that is. And I'm setting that goal so that I can live a healthy, balanced lifestyle that's not just all concerned with how do I get to the top at all costs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then as we kind of close up here, what is some practical things that we can do when it comes to setting goals and uh, continuing on with those goals, even if we have setbacks or failures? I think a good place to start is always prayer. Like once Mm -hmm. you like write up your list, you can just bring it before the Lord and be like, Lord, is this realistic? Um, Is this what you're calling me towards? Um, And even just ask other like trusted mentors and people in your life to say, hey, like these are the things I'm hoping to do. Like, could you keep me accountable if um, that's something you struggle with or even just pushing back if the goals are not realistic? Yeah, no, I think for sure, like we have to soak these things in prayer and we have to ask people around us um, that know us well, like, hey, uh, you know. I want to start an Etsy shop and a small group and this and this and like, and you make your giant list of all these things that you're really like excited about. And they're like, well, it sounds like you might only be able to do a couple of these things yep. because you've really taken off a huge chunk here. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and it's wise for people to hear that and say, Oh yeah, you're right. I, I was, I was just kind of dreaming big. I was brainstorming and there was a lot of these great ideas. And, and here's the thing. Sometimes we have to learn to say no to good things. Oh, that's a hard one for me. But yes, it's true. (laughs) That's a really hard thing to do, right? But that's how we set realistic goals is is saying no to great things sometimes uh, to to say yes to the best things. Mm -hmm. And so setting balanced lifestyles means, man, I got to say no to some really – and wow, aren't we all like FOMO maxed out? Like every time it's, we are so fearful of missing out on something. So we say yes, 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 Mm yes. And then we're like – Oh no, I can't do it all. Right. So it's, it's learning to say no to the good things so that you can say yes to the best things. Mm. And then I think the other piece of it is learning how to fail. Like 
I don't know anybody who loves failure. Like, <laughs> I don't love failure. I don't. I, nobody loves failure. Mm-hmm. But learning how to fail graciously, so that you can almost practice failure, so that it's like, okay, I failed. I'm alive. I can still move on. Okay, I can still keep up with mm-hmm. my goal, or I can still, you know, keep pressing into it, even though I fell a couple days behind, or I, you know, got off track. Like. Let's let's get back on, and it's okay where we where we're at. Yeah. Oh, there's actually that just reminded me of there's this great video of J.K. Rowling giving an inauguration speech to Harvard mm-hmm. graduates, and it's all about failure. And actually, I have a good quotes list, and I wrote this quote down from it because it's just mm, it's great. But J.K. Rowling said, "It is impossible to live without failing at something unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all. In which case, you fail by default." Which is Ooh, that mm, was savage. good, man. Drop the mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the the things that I would say uh, go right along with what Kelly and Mark were saying. I have just like examine your giftings and passions and pray through those things. See what God has gifted you, uh, the things that you enjoy doing, the things that you are good at doing, um, and ask your community. Again, that's what Mark and Kelly were saying. Like, ask the people around you. Hey, what am I good at? What has God put before me? What would like I I have these goals. I want to pursue them. Uh, is this something that I should pursue? And then if it is, what are your motivations? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to build yep. your platform? Are you yep. trying to get more money? Or ultimately, or is it you just want to glorify God? You want to pursue uh, seeing his kingdom come? Or maybe it's you want to set healthy spiritual rhythms or set uh, disciplines in place that are going to be glorifying to God versus, hey, setting up myself that I'll have $2 million when I retire. I don't know how much mm-hmm. you're supposed to have. But examine then <laughs> your mo- <Me> either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Examine your motivations of why uh, why you want to pursue those mm-hmm. goals. And if it's, if it's a go, then, then run after those things. Even if you fail, uh, continue to run after them. Don't give up. Uh, because again, that's the Lord's will. He's going to have you complete that. And he wants you to pursue that. And if you don't, then it's like, again, like in James said, if you don't pursue what's good, ultimately then that's a sin. Mm-hmm. So that is what I got for you guys. That is what we have for you guys. Uh, Thank you for listening in to this week's episode of My Fresh Coast. We will be back in a month for February's episode. Uh, Until then, come see us on a Tuesday night. Worship with us. Tuesday, Calvary Church, 8 p.m. We're here. We're hanging out. We're worshiping. We're sitting under teaching. If you have any questions or if you have topics that you'd like us to cover, you can always email us at myfreshcoast at gmail.com. And we'd love to cover those. We'd love to kind of answer some of those questions and talk through that a little bit. So myfreshcoast at gmail.com. But other than that. We will see you later. Adios. Bye.